Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Once again, I'll talk if nobody else wants to. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here with you on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm Brian yeah, Haydad. There he yeah, is. There we are. I was, there I was trying is. to say no. We're tag good. in. Good. Tag in. Makes the tag. Richard Cross is in. Go. Carry on, my friend. Don't let me interrupt. No, no, no. You know those reads so much better than me. You've got them, You've got them down to a science. Yeah, well, you know. We're coming Allow me to say Michael Borky, though, while we're here. From the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River yeah. Resort is the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, which just happens to be the place that the three of us will be on Thursday afternoon starting at 3 o'clock and lasting until 6. We will get you set for week three of the college football season. Southern Miss at home this week, hosting Northwestern State. Ole Miss on the road for the first time this season, headed to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech, Mississippi State, on the road for the second consecutive week, making their SEC debut as they head to Death Valley Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge for a little matchup with LSU on Saturday evening. It's not a Saturday night game. It's a Saturday evening game with a 5 o'clock kickoff. We will get you set for all of those things live from the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Don't forget that you can get in on the action anytime at Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Hello, boys. Hey, how are you? Good. Great to talk to you. Why, What's why, up? Why so right, let, let's lock in the NFL last night. Uh, I mean, one of the most egregious on? coaching <laughs> malpractice situations that you could see with a quarter of a billion dollar quarterback mm-hmm. under center, and you've got the ball down too. And you have third and, what was it, third and ten, third and eleven? Run a little screen, get five yards, fourth and five. You've got three timeouts. Three of them. You don't use one until there's 20 seconds left on the game clock. And then you call timeout. So that you may 
attempt a 63-yard field goal instead of with a minute left and three timeouts and a quarter of a billion dollar quarterback. You take it out of his hands and put it on the foot of a kicker from 63 yards away. Coaches, you know, they know more about football than the three of us combined ever will dream of. But sometimes they just have brain farts. And I think that was one of those. When you are a new head coach and and you don't have much experience in this situation, I guess he's got to learn too. But my gosh, was that terrible. Yeah, and and everybody disagrees with the decision, and that's fine. I do think that there was actually thought behind the decision, though, wasn't there? Yeah, a bad one. Yes. Give me the thought. What's the thought to burn 40 seconds and then kick a long field goal when you've got a, a Hall of Fame quarterback? Well, the thought was quite simply, instead of going for it on fourth and five, we are going to kick a field goal. Head coach for the Denver Broncos made the decision that they were going to try a field goal. And so I would actually argue that the mechanics of what he did made sense given the decision that he had made. Now, you can argue forever that he made the wrong decision. You got a minute left in the game, roughly. You got a Hall of Fame quarterback who is playing in the place that he has spent his entire career, and you know if there's a player that wants to make that play, it's Russell Wilson on fourth and five to keep the drive going, to get it to where, worst case, you've got a manageable field goal, preferably as time is expiring at the end of the game, or maybe you go down and score a touchdown, although they Seattle did not do much of that. Or, I'm sorry, Denver did not do much of that. A lot of field goal kicking. So... Once he made the decision, we are not going to go for it on fourth and five. We are going to kick a field goal. I would argue that at that point, the mechanics of what he did were correct. Let as much time run off the clock as you possibly can to leave as little time for the opponent in the event that you make the field goal, which was a long shot at best, so that they have less time to try and go down and then win the game themselves. Statistically, it's got to be a higher percentage to let Russell Wilson go on fourth and five than it is to make a sixty-four yard field. Wait, 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 hold on, no, we're we're talking about two different things, though. Like, like can, can, well, can no, we? We are, agree but with what I'm saying though that if you decide I, I, you're going to kick the field goal, you got to run as much time as you off the clock I, as you can before. What you I kick. would let's make it more big picture. If you decide to make a bad decision, you might as well commit to it. Is that what you're saying? You might as well just go all in and be like, "Hey, I'm 100%. dumb, but I'm going to be dumb all the way." Well, then, yeah. This is this is one of the issues I have with coaches, because I firmly believe this. If the three of us, and if any of you out there listening, had decided rather than to do whatever it is you do, you decided to go into coaching, you could be a successful coach. It doesn't take any. I mean, the the the, the high end guys, the Saban and Belichick, maybe we couldn't do that. But could I be Nathaniel Hackett? Sure, I absolutely could if I. That's the way I decided to to. to to send my life. It is incredible to me that an NFL head coach has so little grasp of an end of game situation that anybody who's ever played Madden would have. 
Have you ever played Madden? You have an idea of like how the clock works, and you're like, I got, I got to call timeout here. When Peyton Manning and Eli Manning and Shannon Sharp are screaming at the televisions, like, what is he doing? I feel pretty confident that the guy is just not smart, and probably won't be a successful head coach. Call me crazy. Borky, do you at least understand what I, the the point I was trying to make? And and I understand. Like, I'm not trying to justify the decision the guy made. And and here, by the way, might be the most damning statement. And it came from Troy Aikman, who was making his ESPN Monday Night Football debut when he said, uh, shoot, I was trying to get it exactly. He basically said Denver has more confident confidence in its kicker than it has in its quarterback. From I said sixty three from sixty four yards out. I mean, people make fun of the analytics nerds or whatever, but if if they have an analytics guy on staff, they they needed to listen to him because I promise you, guaranteed the success probability of fourth and five versus a sixty four yard field goal dramatically favors. Getting a first Especially down on with Russell Wilson. Here was the exact quote from Aikman. That was a decision by Nathaniel Hackett, who is going to have more in his career as a head coach. But the decision that he made was that he trusted Brandon McManus more than he trusted having the ball in Russell Wilson's hands on fourth down. <sighs> that was the exact quote from Troy Aikman. Think in about real that. Time. Think about you've got a, a guy who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And you're just like, no, I'm going to let this guy go from 64. I'm good. You don't worry about it. That's that's that just that's a off. I mean that's a bad statement from the head coach. I'm not and, saying he made a, a quote there. I'm just saying that's his statement though. That's what he's saying. I agree with Aikman. And, and if I heard this correctly, had McManus made that field goal from 64 yards, it would have tied for the second longest field goal in NFL history. Right. So, now that it, I'm done what sounds like defending Nathaniel Hackett, which I wasn't, I was, I was defending the way in which he went, like, I'm saying he made the wrong decision, but in making the wrong decision, he at least went about the mechanics of it the right way. If it was 10 yards decision. closer, it would have been totally fine. <laughs> Just totally right. fine. NFL kickers make it from mid-50s all the time and we get somebody on the text line saying didn't it have the distance it was just wide left but that's the thing it's these guys can kick it that far but because of how hard it is to kick it that far like the the Falcons have one of the best kickers uh, I mean one of the best kickers in the league and that might be underselling him but he got his 63 yarder blocked because he had to hit it so low yeah. because you had to kick it. the ball differently and, and so it got blocked mm-hmm. it was an easy block it, it, it's the the probability of making it from that far just because you have the leg further away you have to kick it differently it's just such a low probability that I would much rather as anybody I mean what are you paying the quarter of a billion dollars for Drew Locke could have also waited to call timeout from sixty four yards away what did you need Wilson for uh, great find here and somebody sends it to us on the uh, ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 tweet from CBS Sports Russell Wilson on 4th and 5 or less 
in the fourth quarter in his career. 68.8% conversion percentage. Percentage of 64-plus yard field goals made in the last 30 years. 6.1%. Ooh. Yikes. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Brisbane and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. Heavy construction delays this afternoon on 468 in the area of Silver Ridge Lane and Climate Drive. Otherwise, no other major problems to speak of so far this afternoon. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Delta Rice Promotions Incorporated would like to invite you to come enjoy the 32nd annual Mississippi Rice Celebration. A rice festival will take place on the 15th of September from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. in the streets of downtown Marigold, Mississippi. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music, vendors, and children's activities. This year, come see the crowning of the Delta Rice Queen and the pinning of the Delta Rice Ambassador. Admission is free, so there will be no tickets. For more information, call 662-843-8362. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. We're going to talk some NFL this afternoon. Obviously, we led with that. Uh, we're going to get to John Machota, who covers the Dallas Cowboys, coming up to begin the 4 o'clock hour. Man, things feel different in Big D than they did just a couple of days ago. 
And one of the things I'm going to ask John, are the Cowboys giving up on the season after week one? By saying that uh, that 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 Rush is the quarterback going forward. Dak Prescott out six to eight. Can you imagine what it must feel like to be a Dallas Cowboys season ticket holder? I'm not talking about just a Cowboys fan. Not not Cowboys fan that lives in Sardis, Mississippi, who is bummed out that it doesn't feel like their team is going to be relevant because the starting quarterback got hurt in week one. I'm talking about Dallas Cowboys season ticket holder that buys four season tickets and has to pay $100 per game in parking and another, what, couple hundred bucks at the concession stand every single game on top of the probably $5,000 per ticket that they pay. I mean, it kind of feels like your joy return on investment, never mind actual, there's no actual ROI other than just what you enjoy, but in terms of your hope and joy return on investment, it's gone. And it didn't even get flushed away in a win. It got flushed away in a loss on top of that. This is why when when John Cohen talks about winning the battle with the couch, I mean, if you're going to watch your team lose, I'd much rather do it at home than spend all that money and then go watch my team lose. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's tough to get people in, into the door for winning teams. Losing teams, I mean, that is difficult. At, at this point, your season tickets are a, a sunk cost, and you just go, "I'm not spending the rest of that money. I just stay home." See what you can get for them on the secondary market. I, I, I suppose. Yeah. I tell you, a place they didn't have any trouble getting them in the door is Seattle last night. Holy cow! What a crowd! They were obviously juiced up for the return of Russell Wilson. Booed him, whatever. He left. He wanted to go somewhere else. Couldn't get it worked out. He's the bad guy because he's gone. All fine and good. That's great. Whatever. I get it. But the thing that's so impressive to me is everything you saw in the preseason made you believe that Seattle was going to be awful. Awful. They looked terrible in the preseason. And doggone if they don't come out and they they win on opening night. On a Monday night football uh, stage, it's incredible. I love the quote from Geno Smith. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. That's fantastic. How good was that post game? That That was good. He just had it it in the chamber. He was ready to go. I loved it. So I got some nuggets for you. These are college football related from the weekend. No particular order, and they are completely random. You know that Georgia Southern beat Nebraska, leading to the termination of Scott Frost. Clay Helton, if you've forgotten, is the head coach now at Georgia Southern. Clay Helton, the first FBS coach fired in 2021, delivers the win that results in Scott Frost being the first FBS coach fired in 2022. It's like the circle of life or something. That's nugget number one. Here's nugget number two. Through two games this year, Iowa, the Hawkeyes, have punted 16 times. Iowa, the Hawkeyes, have scored 14 points. Iowa is the only team in the nation with more points, sorry, with more punts than points this season. 
And oh, by the way, the seven points they scored against Iowa State this week came on their first possession of the game. Think about this. Over the course of two games, Iowa's defense has been good. How how frustrating must it be to be a defensive player for the Hawkeyes right now? Through two games, Iowa has kicked a field goal. Their defense had two safeties in the opener. So the defense allowed... What they get beat in the opener? 10-7? So, no, they won in the opener 7-3. That's right, they won 7-3 to three in the opener. With two safeties. The defense gave up three points, but accounted for four points. So the defense was plus one point in the opener and gave up a total of ten points in the second game. Yeah. Iowa has won seven to three and lost ten to seven. In the field goal they gave up was after a turnover deep in their own territory. Wasn't like a long driver. If I remember correctly, it's not like <laughs> it's not like. Uh, South Dakota drove down the field and got three. It was more like they got three by default. This is what I talked about last week. It's not just that they're totally boring and slow and uncreative. It's the nepotism. That would concern me far more than a bad offense. It's Not only is this a bad offense, this is the coach's son that is conducting for the second year in a row this kind of product. That would concern me far more than just having a bad offense. It's who's running it. Mm. And then, uh, as we said, as we were talking about before the show, Richard, you wanted in on this, but I don't know if you saw this cameo that's going around from Bob Stoops. Have you seen this? I have not. So Bob Stoops did a cameo, and Bork, if you could find it to play it, that would be fantastic. But basically, he's like, "Hey, Brian, I heard you've been having some trouble in the family business." I just want to let you know that everybody is, you know, excited for you, and hopefully you can find a future outside of it. He doesn't realize he's talking to Brian Ferentz. <laughs> Somebody bought a cameo from Bob Stoops, telling him basically saying that, "Yay, hey, you need to get out of the family business." To Brian Ferentz. Wow, it's hilarious. Wow. College football nugget number three. We all know that Nebraska has traditionally had a great home field advantage. Do you want to know just how great the home field advantage is? When scoring 35 or more points at home at Memorial Stadium, Nebraska was 214-0. They had never lost a game when scoring more than 35 points at home, including... 11 of Scott Frost's career 16 wins at Nebraska. Even Scott Frost was 11 and 0 at home when scoring 35 or more points. It's now 214 and 1. And finally, Georgia Southern winning 45-42 over Nebraska. Scott Frost went 16 and 31, 6 and 13 in his final 19 games. Each of Nebraska's 13 losses in those final 19 games were by nine points or less. And isn't it like eight or nine in a row, one score losses? It's ten. 
Ten in a row. Eleven, yeah. So he would have been, what, eight, five eight and 22? Eight, right? eight last year, which set a record. And then the loss to Northwestern was a one-score loss. And the loss to Georgia mm-hmm. Southern was a one-score loss. Ten straight I think five and 22 in his career. Five and 22 in one-score games. That's so hard I mean, to that's, fathom. That's just straight up, you're not a good coach, and also you're cursed. It's both. Yeah. It's it's bad luck and bad coaching. It's the worst of both worlds. Yeah, it's college football. Like teams lose on accident all the time. Like your opponent at some point should have screwed up somewhere along the way based on just raw numbers. This this thing is going to get silly with the Nebraska job. And yes, you know their fans fill up every game, and that's great. But that does not make a job good at all. Ask Miami. I mean, does Miami ever sell out a home game? I promise you it's easier to get players at Miami than it is Nebraska. That doesn't matter at all, and yet people still have just hyper-inflated that job to levels that are that are hard to fathom. Even Andy Staples, the brilliant Andy Staples, is falling into that trap of, well, I remember when Nebraska was good 30 years ago. Things have changed a lot since then, and they're not the job they used to be. The most ridiculous thing I've ever read today, it, it was Saturday down south, but still, it's a publication that has a lot of followers somehow and a lot of readers, and the person that wrote it has a lot of both. Said that Nebraska should, quote, go get, end quote, Sean Payton. And I'm thinking, what? Yes. Sean Payton, the the Super Bowl winning coach that hasn't coached in college since 96, I believe, when the Dallas Cowboys are about to have an opening, is clamoring to go to Lincoln, Nebraska and befriend 16-year-old boys for hours a day? You think they can just go get him like he's out there waiting for his phone to ring and won't have 15 <laughs> NFL teams saying, Sean, please, what, what will it take? Please. The Miami Dolphins orchestrated a coup just to try to get him. And you think Nebraska can just go get Sean Payton? We've lost our minds. Just lost it. I think Nebraska is a good job. Good. Nothing more than good, but I think it is an incredibly hard job. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Luke Johnson will join us next, co-host of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies, low down to 59. Good Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 88. Wednesday evening brings clear skies, low around 62. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hey guys, under 35, are you getting a little thin on top? Sure, you can shave your head, but let's face it, unless you're built like the rock, bald really is not all that beautiful. Well, there's some good news. Today, losing your hair is a choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. So fight back. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Hunting and Timberland are some of the most highly valued and sought-after real estate available. Hi, I'm Mike Odom, realtor and land specialist with Four Corner Properties. And from every corner of the state, 4CP is your total real estate solution. Whether you're in the market for an investment track, a weekend getaway for the family, or you want to buy or sell a home, I'm here to help. Call me today on my cell at 601-927-5018 or 601-952-2828 or visit our website, 4cplandandhomes.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Now ain't going troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's been nearly two weeks since President Biden approved the emergency declaration due to the Jackson water crisis, and repairs at the city's main water treatment plant are ongoing. Earlier this month, newspaper publisher Wyatt Emmerich suggested that state lawmakers could help by getting rid of the minority set-aside legislation. That minority set-aside legislation laid the groundwork for an absolute plethora of corrupt subcontractors which incompetently installed the water meters, which created a billing disaster, which led people to quit paying their bills, and then which led the city to declare a moratorium. Representative Fred Shanks thinks the system may have started with good intentions, but is not working. You know, maybe there's something that we can do to set up a separate fund, you know, something we can all come to the table and, and, and set up something. But right now, my goal is to uh, eliminate that minority set aside within the state. You know, Here in Seaspire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I wouldn't be where I am today without the love and support of my family. It's critical to have people around you that are always on your team. The outstanding folks at Farm Bureau do just that with their competitive rates and exceptional customer service. Be a part of the team that rallies around you. It's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. All right. 
from the coast to the delta and all points in between. The stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. <laughs> On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. It occurred to me, uh, many of you yesterday thought that I needed a, you know, to lay off the coffee or I was a little too, uh, too flustered when talking about some of the people in our profession that, that cover games, that maybe I was a little too hard and maybe my expectations are a little too high for uh, media members that cover college football. You know, expecting them to use their brains and have original opinions but I was reminded that maybe that is asking too much. Maybe all we should really ask is that people know the outcomes of games involving teams that they are covering. You remember Joe Moorhead, former head coach at Mississippi State. Uh, after being the offensive coordinator at Oregon last year, he is now the head coach at Akron. Akron plays Tennessee. And, uh, well, just listen. Joe Moorhead was asked about Tennessee. What are you expecting from Tennessee this week, given the way that they lost? Tennessee, they ended up beating Pitt in overtime. Did they? Yeah, they beat Pitt in overtime. Oh, yeah, it ended up right. going to overtime. They won. Yeah, so, so they won 34-27 in overtime. Yes, yes, indeed. That was your mistake, not knowing the team that your team plays this week actually won the game. Sorry, the expectation level for people covering the sport is a little too high, a little higher than it should be sometimes. And with that, we welcome Luke Johnson on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke, pop quiz. Did Northwestern State win or lose last week? They lost. Okay. They have lost two in a row. They were shut out in week one by Montana, 47 to nothing, and they lost to Grambling. 47 to 21 in week two. Ooh. And that is a grambling team that got absolutely clobbered by Arkansas State in week one. So that sets up Saturday in Hattiesburg, Southern Miss hosting Northwestern State and an opportunity for win number one on the season. And if that happens, it certainly will feel good. It will. Um, looking back at the game Saturday, I mean, you know. Golden Eagles had opportunities in the game. It was seven to three with a minute left in, in the first half. And, uh, they, they jump off sides and pick the ball on that play and, you know, would have gone in with a lead. Uh, Miami, uh, you know, it was kind of a game until Miami hit a flea flicker with about five minutes to go in the third quarter. But you had a chance inside the 10, a uh, little underthrow from Zach Wilkie. Brownlee got pushed out of bounds, no call and, and Miami, uh, Got the ball. That was kind of the last opportunity the Golden Eagles had. But, I mean, Zach Wilkie came in. I think he was like 16 to 27 for a little over 200 yards. And pretty good for a, pretty good for a true freshman on the road at Miami. Yeah, I, I wanted to go there. Uh, but before we do, we got to talk about the defense a little bit, right? I mean, yes, kind of 
kind of got beat on the flea flicker, but that's going to happen sometimes. It was interesting to me that that, that was a play that Miami went to in this ball game, but they were looking for some separation. So it's 10-7 at the half, Miami with the lead. They kind of pull away in the, the second half of the ball game. This defense, though, that's pretty good performance to hold Miami on the road in that heat to 30. Yeah, I mean, you look at what they did the week before. Uh, they played Bethune Cookman, but they put 70 up, and, you know, Golden Eagles had them at 17 points, you know, five minutes ago in the third. It was kind of a weird, uh, their, their second score drive was kind of weird. Um, it was the second and two. They threw an incomplete pass, uh, and they, they get an offensive lineman for roughing the, or not roughing for, for unnecessary roughness. Mm-hmm. And so the referee announces it's third downs after he marked off the, the yardage. So it should have been third and 17. They said it was second and 17, uh, completed a little screen pass and set up third and short. So still confused about whether or not Miami got an extra down there. And Eagles would have held them, you know, to a field goal to have been 13 to seven. Regardless of all that, I mean, the defense on the day, you're, you're looking at an ACC front. They had eight tackles for loss. They had four sacks. So, so far through two games, 19 tackles for loss and, and, uh, and six sacks. So, I mean, pretty good. They actually got to the quarterback. You know, a little better sack wise than they did against Liberty. So uh, let me understand that because it was an unsportsmanlike conduct, it should have been a dead ball penalty and therefore not a replay the down. The referee said it was an unnecessary roughness. He count. He said it was a fifteen yard penalty, and then he announced it to be third down. So he didn't say dead ball. He didn't say after the play. But the way that he announced it, you would okay. suppose that the play stood as an incomplete pass, third and two, then a 15-yard penalty. So uh, probably he misspoke, but it was, it was there was no clarifying what happened. All right, so you mentioned a true freshman in Zach Wilkie. He runs the ball 13 times for a net of 15 yards. He was sacked three times in the game, so that factors in. 16 of 27, 207, a touchdown, one pick in the game. H- how do you grade that performance? They threw the ball a lot, and it's because they couldn't run the ball uh, against Miami's defensive front. Uh, you know, less than less than thirty five yards or so. But I mean, he was really accurate, and his receivers helped him out. Uh, Demarcus Jones made a fabulous catch, and and Brownlee. I mean, Eagles matched up well in the secondary. Brownlee uh, made some spectacular catches. The touchdown throw uh, was perfect by Wilkie, and I think what Southern Miss fans were encouraged to see was after you know seeing a, a whole second half of the Super back against. Liberty, they see what this offense can be, you know, when everybody's in place. Um, they were, they went empty several times, um, you know, with, with Wilkie out there. So from the very beginning, it wasn't like conservative throws. I mean, he read the defense and, and made some really good throws. And I think Southern Miss fans were encouraged to see that. All right. So Zach Wilkie is a much different quarterback than, than Ty Keys. First of all, what's the, do we have a health update, a status update on, on Ty Keys? Yeah, he practiced today. They kind of split the reps at, at one, uh, at the number one. We got that report today from Big Gold Nation. Um, and so, you know, we'll always ask after practice, you know, are you going to go to a two quarterback model and, uh, what are you going to do this week? And we'll just kind of said, we'll do whatever it takes to win. So, um, you know, we can talk more about it, but, but kind of going into Northwestern, you feel like this is a week where you can play both of them and see, you know, who performs the best going into the two lane game. Forgive me for this question. You're just going to have to forgive me in advance because it's it's such a you'll, you'll know where I'm saying. Is there a scenario because of his athletics uh, athletic ability 
where if they decide that Zach Wilkie is the answer at quarterback, makes more sense going forward at quarterback, is there another role for Tykees? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if, if Ty would think there would be another role for Tykees. I mean, this is a guy who's played quarterback his whole life. And so, you know, I think, I think probably the better way to approach this week is I, I would think Ty would probably get the start if he's healthy simply so that he could be in the best, you know, mental shape and uh, confidence shape going into the game. And I, I think, though, that Wilkie could play. And, you know, based off how this game should go, Wilkie could get to play a lot. And I'm even thinking, you know, you got to get Trey Lowe some work, too, just because of what's happened in the first two weeks. So I think it sets up well where it's just basically like let them compete uh, to, to see who has the better game and you go from there. But, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily think um, that, that I would see Ty Keys playing something else. But he has a great relationship with Will Hall, so you never know. But you surely don't want to cross that bridge. You have to. Brother, welcome to the Sunbelt Conference. I mean, you, you, you see the results over the course of the weekend and just kind of looking ahead, obviously, after this Northwestern State game, there's the road trip to uh, to New Orleans to take on Tulane. Then it's conference play, and it's it's Troy who gets a national stage this week against Appalachian State, and then Arkansas State, who was, you know, I think as competitive as they could be on the road against Ohio State this past weekend. You've seen Georgia State had a chance, possibly could have won against North Carolina. Coastal Carolina's good. We know all about South Alabama. This league, holy cow, it's what it's what people wanted. And now you you look around, and you're like, man, this is going to be hard. We we actually had Keith Gill, the Sun Belt Commissioner, on today, and uh, just kind of ask him at the end of Saturday, was he like Hannibal on the A team, just sitting back saying, I love it when a plan comes together, you know and you have a, you have the new team and Marshall went in in South Bend and then and and I'll give you creds, uh, Richard. We we got corrected on the Eagle Hour talking to the App State people. You said it right, Appalachian State. So yeah, good good job on that. Um, yeah, I mean, when when you have, I think it first time since like 1978. Kelly Sanders said this today that like a conference had three teams that were like 15 point dogs to win. It's the first time it's happened in that long and. So yeah, I mean, you you get the stage in Boone this weekend. All the attention this weekend has been on the Sun Belt, and you know, hopefully the Eagles can can do that sooner than later. Yeah, a lot of lot of building that uh, that has to continue to happen, and uh, certainly we hope it begins this weekend with Northwestern State six o'clock Saturday night at uh, at the Rock in Hattiesburg, and then a road trip to Tulane next weekend. Luke, always good to catch up. Thanks for your time, my man. Oh, Thanks, oh, Richard. Oh, See you later. Oh, hold on, hold on, one yeah. more thing. Hey, Dad was adamant that we needed to get Will Hall an undershirt. Thoughts? It was 115 degrees. It probably won't be that hot the rest of the season. So <laughs> That's as far as you're going with the thoughts. Thanks, Luke. Just don't take the chance. Yeah. I mean, you can hey, still Dad. sweat through a dress shirt when it's 80 degrees outside if you're uh, active, and Will Hall certainly is active on the sidelines. That's Luke Johnson joining us on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. More with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios right after this.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon for all of your glass needs. Just call 601-605-4443. Outside of construction delays and your typical after-school traffic, we're looking pretty good for the most part. Some minor congestion, Lakeland northbound at Luckney. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months. Federally insured by NCUA. Call 601-664-2085. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a huge selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jelly, jams and the best tomatoes in town callaways has farm fresh produce seven days a week did you know callaways has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces callaways has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery callaways landscape designers clinton streeter and Corey castle can design and install your landscape callaways Gludstadt on calhoun station parkway south of germantown Island. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Start the four o'clock hour off the conversation with uh, with John Machota, who covers the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll get more information from him. But a, uh, a story out of Dallas today that emanates from the owner Jerry Jones. Cowboys are not placing Dak Prescott on the injured reserve list. If they placed him on the IR, he would be required to miss a minimum of four games, and he couldn't practice with the team. Jerry Jones today on a, uh, a radio interview on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas says, we want him to be a consideration for playing for us within the next four games. The initial timeline for his return was six to eight weeks. Jerry Jones, though, said the report following the surgery was more favorable. And so theoretically, Prescott could return on October 9th. For a game at the L.A. Rams, if things work well in his recovery, that would be in week five. The original thought was it would most likely be November 13th when Dallas travels to the Packers. Jerry said, if we thought he wasn't going to be ready to go until after four games, we would have put him on IR. We're not doing that. We think he can come in and play. So we don't want to not have him out there practicing. We want him getting prepared, and we'll see how he handles this thing, how it heals, mainly his strength, how he can grip the ball. We'll determine what his status is. That's not being an optimist. The proof is that we got a good surgery, got good technique, and feel better about it than we did on Saturday. So what was the surgery? They inserted a plate into the thumb yesterday to stabilize the joint. The first part of the recovery is the wound itself from the surgery has to heal, followed by working on grip strength, and it's about the tendon healing because the plate itself will make the bone stronger than it was before. Of course, the injury happened when Dak's throwing hand hit the face mask of Shaq Barrett, the linebacker for the Buccaneers. Jones went on to say, Dak has a real chance to be back out there throwing the ball pretty quick. And they're going to go with Cooper Rush as the starter, Will Greer, who was on the practice squad, as the backup, and then are going to add a quarterback to the practice squad. Good surgery. That's that's awesome. doesn't change the status of your roster. I mean, week one is, is always ripe for overreaction in the NFL. Yeah. Like, I mean, you saw what happened with the Packers, right? I think they're going to end up being better than the way they looked. But Tennessee got embarrassed last year in the opener and won the division. They did. So things like that are possible. But the Cowboys have issues at wide receiver. They don't really have – I mean, Lamb's fine. He's good. But they don't have the weapons. They've sunk a lot of money into the running game. That doesn't give you much in this league anymore. The offensive line – it is absolutely terrible, and let's not forget who they played. Yes, it's Tampa, it's Tom Brady, they've all that stuff. Sure, ten quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, did not play in the preseason. 
They went 2-8 and eight in week one. One of those two is Tom Brady. It's not like Brady was great. Who was the other? I, don't, I Honestly, I don't know. Okay. Um, I, I could we think. know Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lost. Rodgers lost. Um, if I had to guess. Did Tua play in the preseason? Yes. I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Okay. Mahomes did. Mac, I don't think Mac Jones played in the preseason for New England, did he? They lost. Either way. But, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It's fine. Point is, the, the the Bucks. it's not – Brady wasn't good. He had three interceptions. Godwin, Matt Stafford didn't play in the preseason. They lost. The, the Bucks had a discombobulated camp. Brady was gone for 11 days mysteriously. And, and yet, you were the only team in the league that couldn't score a touchdown in your first game. Their issues aren't just, ah, it was a bad week one. It was, oh, this roster's not going to win anything. And so, you know, you rush, rush him back, fine, but that doesn't change your circumstances, I don't think. This isn't a, it's not a playoff roster. It's not a playoff team. They've got a couple of guys defensively that might keep them in some games. But that's it. They've got troubles far beyond Dax Hurt. And oh, by the way, prior to the injury, that didn't look very good Sunday night. No, they got issues. He he did not throw the football well. Maybe that's partly because of the offensive line issues. Maybe it's partly because of problems that they've got at receiver. I mean, we we got a message on the ceasefire text line a second ago. Or a few minutes ago, and it was like, hey, is it finally time to say that Dak's overrated? <laughs> I don't even know that we got to have that conversation. He didn't play very well in the opener, and then he got hurt, and now he's out. There is one thing that is clear in Dak Prescott's career. He's gotten hurt a lot, and his teams have not advanced in the playoffs. I'm not saying that that's necessarily his fault. But ultimately, that's how you're judged as a quarterback in the NFL. Are you out there every game, and do you win playoff games? So I don't think it's a, you know, what's the talent level? Is he overrated or underrated or whatever? By those two things, he's not playing a ton, and they're not winning in the postseason. We'll be back. You're listening to WFM Super Talk. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Steve Rappaport. Wall Street takes a dive after the latest consumer price index report shows inflation remains stubbornly high. The Dow plunging more than 1,200 points. Economists were hoping to see a retreat in inflation last month. However, the consumer price index rose one-tenth of a percent from July to August. The CPI measures what consumers pay for goods and services. In the year ending in August, prices rose 8.3 percent. Fox's Ginny Casola. Senate Republican Lindsey Graham introducing a bill to ban abortion nationwide after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Democrats labeled the proposal extreme. Top Senate Republican Mitch McConnell said of it. I think most of the members of my conference prefer that this be dealt with at the state level. McConnell says Republican candidates will need to explain their own positions on abortion prohibitions. Fox's Jared Halpern. America is listening to Fox News. 
to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. The Embrays close out the regular season with a six-game series against the Montgomery Biscuits. September 13th through 18th at Trustmark Park. Join us for Bark in the Park and Dollar Hot Dogs all game long on Tuesday. First Responders Wednesday. Truck works Thursday, Thursday to head into the weekend. Friday, the first 1,000 fans get an Austin Riley replica jersey presented by Morgan & Morgan. Saturday will be a mega fireworks show presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. The final day of the regular season at the 205 is Raising Cane Sunday Family Fun Day. What's a World Series ring giveaway presented by Howard Technology Solutions and Preston. Tickets Mississippi Braves.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. For the 12th consecutive year, Ole Miss has been named one of the top public universities in America. Coming in at number 72 on the list by U.S. News & World Report, Chancellor Glenn Boyce says their ranking reflects the school's increased graduation and retention rates. We're excited. We're excited about all the trajectory for enrollment and where we're headed. Uh, a lot of it in overall enrollment will be up as well, simply because uh, our retention rates are incredible. Our freshman class intent, uh, retention yeah. rates for the last two years, uh, 88% one year and 89% the other year. It's truly amazing. Chancellor Boyce also told us that this year's freshman class at Ole Miss is the largest in the school's 178-year history. For everything Mississippi, including sports, news, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. I know a thing or two about the value of a strong team. Farm Bureau works hard to get me through thick and thin. They've got exceptional customer service and competitive insurance rates that keep me protected. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Mississippi Lottery Powerball and Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve are giving one Mississippi Lottery insider a chance to become Powerball's first millionaire of the year. The New York Rock and Eve promotion is packed with prizes, and you could win $1,000 just for entering early. Sign up to be a Mississippi Lottery insider by September 30th for a chance to become 2023's first millionaire. Rules and prize descriptions can be found at mslotteryhome.com slash promos. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. The state funeral for Queen Elizabeth II will be held on Monday, September 19th. Members of Parliament, the government, and former Prime Ministers will be in attendance, as well as heads of state from other countries. The Queen is the longest-serving monarch in British history and the second-longest-reigning monarch in history. Douglas Carswell with the Mississippi Center for Public Policy served in Parliament from 2014 to 2017. He told us when she came to throne in 1952, Britain was bankrupt after spending all of its fortune trying to defeat Nazi Germany. She, 70 years later, was queen of a country that had, was, you know, five or six times more prosperous. It had um, recovered its self-confidence. It had regained its sovereignty by leaving the European Union. And I think she she will be remembered as someone who presided over a, a wonderful 70 years. For more Mississippi news, log on to supertalk.fm. Here 
in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. I would like to share some news with you today. Mississippi Industries for the Blind has cleaning chemicals and products to keep your business or even your home clean and safe. Our U.S.-made cleaning products are safe, user-friendly, and come with no harsh chemical odors, just a clean, fresh scent. There's no waste with these pre-measured packs. They're a great way to help your bottom line. Would you like to know more? Please contact MIB at sales at msblind.org. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to, back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV, and across the Magnolia State on your Supertalk radio stations. Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Let's go back to the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. There is not an owner in professional sports that spends more time talking into a microphone than Jerry Jones, and that guarantees that people like John Machota at The Athletic always have plenty to write about, not that there was a lack of storyline following the week one loss for the Cowboys to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. John, always uh, appreciate your time. It it was the owner, Jerry Jones, who told us that it's not going to be six to eight weeks. It's going to be more like four or five weeks for for Dak Prescott following his surgery yesterday. What can you tell us? Are are there updates? Is, Is that just an optimistic take or is that real it is interesting covering jerry jones and the cowboys because uh when he walked out of the locker room sunday night and then again this morning on the radio it wasn't like he got a specific question about dak prescott or dak prescott's throwing hand (laughs) it's it's just a question about something and he includes it in there so he's just offering it up, you know. So it's not even there isn't even the the, the difficult reporter work where you really got to dig. Sometimes, sometimes he just wants to he wants to, wants you to know how much he knows of what's going on. And so, yes, absolutely, Jerry Jones is one of the most optimistic people when it comes to things, and uh, especially related to the Cowboys. And so, you should definitely be cautious. He's he's obviously not a doctor, so I will say this: I think what he was saying, the way I gather it from everything that. Uh, I've heard and read is that the initial injury, the thought was this is probably going to be six to eight weeks. And after having the surgery yesterday, it, it it was Dak mentioned after the game it was kind of a clean fracture. And I think that what that meant is that maybe the healing uh, could happen a little bit quicker than with some other types of fractures. And so I think that all that's changed is instead of it being a six to eight week injury, I think it's moved to a four to six. And so with Jerry being the eternal optimist, he's going to take this, this, the lower number, you know. Hmm. And so um, I will say this. If there was no chance of him being back in four or five games, 
I don't think that they're going to keep a roster spot open for him. I think they'd put him on IR and be like, hey, we'll see you after four games. But I do think that there is a chance if everything heals properly uh, that, yeah, maybe maybe he only misses – you know, three to four games as opposed to where it was looking like, hey, he might not be back until after the bye when they go to Green Bay in November. So I, I do think they did legitimately get positive news, but I also think that, you know, Jerry doesn't doesn't, doesn't mind putting icing on the cake, you know? You know, John, the, the health of Dak Prescott is obviously a concern, and that's what everybody's talking about right now. But even without the injury, it feels like there's plenty of other stuff that should be of concern, like the fact that, I don't know that Dallas can protect anybody playing quarterback with the offensive line group they had, and that didn't look great throwing the football before the injury, and receivers are an issue as well. Has this team got redeemable quality to it? Well, it does on defense, but offensively, no, there's not a lot going for it. I mean, I do think that if you've got anything in the passing game going, I think that the run game could be a strength. But if you can't get anything going in the passing game, well, then teams are just going to shut down your run and, and make you one-dimensional. And uh, I do think that their offensive line is, is a better pass – I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, a better run-blocking offensive line, so that would be their strength, especially when Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard are healthy, which it's, it's going to be harder to do as the season goes on just because of the position. Uh, those guys are going to they're going to suffer injuries, not necessarily – you know, significant ones, but there's going to be bruises and, you know, you know, knee, ankles, soreness, things like that. They just come with playing running back in the NFL. But on offense, I mean, you're right. The offensive line is not a strength right now, which is hasn't really been the case since Dak's been the quarterback. He's usually had a pretty strong offensive line. This is by far the offensive line with the most question marks since he's been the Cowboys quarterback. This is uh, uh, this isn't the most questions at wide receiver though, because a few years back before they traded for. Uh, Amari Cooper, they definitely had more questions at wide receiver and then traded for Amari, and that quickly fixed things. But, uh, you know, him and C.D. Lamb just weren't able to get on the same page. I mean, you know, there's really no no play I need to break down for you or series or anything from the game. I can just tell you that C.D. Lamb was targeted 11 times and he only caught two passes. I mean, that's not good. I don't care what level of football you're playing at or what X's and O's you want to talk about or scheme or what routes are being run. Uh the connection from your quarterback and your number one wide receiver has to be infinitely better than that. And so, yeah, no, there's legitimate concerns beyond just not having Dak. I mean, even with, let's say, Dak doesn't suffer that injury, you're going into this week still like, man, this offense, I mean, and here's the thing. It's, this offense hasn't looked great against good teams. You know, it's looked, it, it's looked good against some of the New York Giants of the world and uh, the Washington Commanders, but when they played good teams going back to the middle of last season, they have not played well, and and so yeah, there's legitimate concerns on that side of the ball, and it's just strange to have that because for so long the Cowboys have been built offense heavy, and you know the defense has been has been the the weakness. So, so back to Jerry Jones, he's obviously not going to say this because he's the guy that ultimately signed off on the deal, and they got the big long contract done with with Dak Prescott, and it's a ton of money and all of those things. Among Cowboys fans who don't actually sign the check, I, I get it. Is there buyer's remorse on Dak for the big deal looking up and seeing in week one he's hurt again? Um, I'm sure there is for people that don't really understand pro football and the way the financial side works. I'm sure, yeah, because you just look at the end result and you're just like, you know, this guy's getting $40 million a year. He needs to be in the MVP conversation. He needs to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And while I can understand where you're coming from, there is also the side of, well, even if he's just the 10th or 12th best quarterback, 
what he's making is just what's in line for that. I mean, that's what yeah. that's just what you get in the NFL. That's what that that position commands. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, certainly there's going to be fans that feel that way because it's not just with Dak. I mean, you have one of the highest paid running backs in Ezekiel Elliott, and the last few years he hasn't had the production of someone who is being paid like one of the top running backs. So no, yeah, the fans are are certainly uh, concerned about that, and there's definitely criticism about that, but. Uh, for anybody that feels that way, and, and I'll be the first to tell you that I don't think Dak Prescott's played well, really, against a good team since since before the calf injury last year uh, when they won the game in New England. Since then, you know, anytime that they've played a formidable opponent, he hasn't really had a great game. And so uh, that's not good. But at the same time, I also watch other NFL teams, and um, I just know how hard it is to find a, a good quarterback, much less a great one or you know, one that's up for the MVP all the time. They're just, I mean, the position is just, you could argue, the most difficult to play in all of sports. And so that it just, that's what it goes with. And the more tape you put out there, you know, the more difficult it is because th- these are the best defensive play callers and these are the best defensive players in the world. John, I don't know if you've seen these on YouTube or not. There's a, I don't know, a group. It's kind of like a comedy sketch group, and they do what's called SEC shorts, and it's just kind of a spoof on whatever the storylines from the SEC are. And there's this recurring character that attaches to different teams along the way, and it's this this lady who has a like a pageant banner on that says hope and so georgia forever wanted her to go away they were tired of hoping and now it's texas a&m so if you had to offer hope to cowboys fans at this point in the season how would you sell them on that no i can't even do that no i'm just kidding no uh i would say i would say the biggest thing i i would say the biggest thing would be number 11 uh you, you, if you're a cowboys fan you have Arguably, uh, I don't want to say quite yet. I, I, I was going to say arguably the best defensive player in football, but I don't think he's he's quite there yet. But he's he's getting there quickly. He's Trendy. in the conversation. We'll put it that way. Micah Parsons is absolutely uh, the real deal. Uh, there are not enough good things that you can say about the way that he plays the game of football. Um, he just the fact that. You know, it's funny down here, and, and, and that's it's just not in Dallas. It's Cowboys fans in general. There's a lot of talk of you know they should just make. Micah Parsons a full-time defensive end. Well, if you make him just a full-time defensive end, he's playing like 70% of the snaps. Uh, Micah Parsons didn't come off the field on Sunday night. He played every single snap. He was, right. And the only other guys that do that generally are defensive backs. Guys that are in you know, that front seven that are in, in, in dealing with the trash all day long and all those bodies that are there, that they're usually not out there for every, every play. But he is just so effective that even if he isn't quite 100%, maybe he's a little gassed on this down, and, and maybe he needs a breather, they leave Micah Parsons out there because he's such a game wrecker, and, and on any given play, he, he can wreck things. And, and he did it a couple of times on Sunday night against Tom Brady in that uh, Bucks offense, particularly in the red zone, which that adds to the disappointment of the offense that they could never capitalize off of that momentum shift that he provided. But Micah Parsons and then him leading this defense, I mean, that's what you, that, that's the biggest thing. And then the fact that, you, you got to have some hope that when Dak gets back that, yeah, this isn't going to be one of the NFL's top offenses. They're not going to just turn it around. But you get Dak back, you get back, you get back Michael Gallup, that'll help give you another weapon on the perimeter. If, if they can stay relatively healthy around him, I think that this, this offense can, will be a lot better than what we saw Sunday night. So, uh, you know, as long as Micah Parsons is healthy, he should keep you in a lot of games until the offense gets on track. And it should once Dak gets back, but that might not be for a month, a month and a half. Any thought of Micah Parsons being a two-way player? Just, just thinking out loud here. <laughs> I mean, obviously he wants to. He's, he's talked about that a ton. I mean, he played running back in high school, and obviously he was a load to bring down. But, I mean, just 
uh, like I said, with how much they use him on defense. Yes, I mean, clearly uh, not in the NFL. And, and, yeah, and he's, I mean, he's a young guy, and he can handle that workload and all that right now. But even the longer he plays in the league, I, I don't know that you're going to be able to put him out there for every defensive snap. Just with, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have seen that highlight of where, you know, uh, Leonard Fournette comes over chipping and puts his, you know, shoulder right into Micah's chest. Well, Micah is, is trying to get around uh, a large offensive lineman who's bigger than him. You know, it's easy for Leonard Fournette to do that when he's already engaged yeah. somewhere else, you know, and so you're going to get shots like that and stuff when you play that, that type of a position and you play as physical as he does. But, no, he, I mean, there's no question he, he could play on offense if they needed him to. John, great stuff. Thanks for your time. Anytime, boys. Thanks for having me on. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. Still heavy construction delays on 468 between South Pearson Road and 475. Elsewhere, no other major problems outside of your school zones, um, especially in front of Brandon High School and up by Madison Central High School. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Serving the metro area since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Hi, I'm Robbie Kemp with Entergy. Extreme temperatures and price increases nationwide have made this summer hard on everyone. Entergy is here to make things easier for those in need. Our shareholders and employees have donated millions of dollars to bill payment assistance for customers in our four-state service territory. We've invested in a stronger, cleaner power grid. We're also investing in you. Learn more at Entergy.com slash answers. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Danny King, the king of clean. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at Rogers Dabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Every hunter knows when it's time to head to the woods or field, being prepared can be the difference between a successful hunt or not. Nobody prepares Mississippi hunters like Vans Sporting Goods in Brandon. Vans has the hunting gear you need. Rifles, shotguns, ammo, deer stands, deer beaters, camouflage clothing, boots, bows, duck decoys, scopes, suppressors, game cameras, and more. You name it, they got it. Nobody has a better selection and a more knowledgeable staff to assist you than Vans. Stop by Vans Sporting Goods, 777 Highway 468 in Brandon, and make your next hunt a success. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a go. Go! 
This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. Oh, down beside that red firelight. Oh, you're going to let it all hang out. Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Good conversation with John Machota. Let's now hear from Lane Kiffin, his Monday press conference yesterday. Okay, so, you know, really pleased with the game on a lot of areas. Um, you know, in a challenge of, you know, not a SEC opponent, you know, to come in and play really well and then to be up half at a lot and not come out flat the third quarter, you know, which felt we did the week before. And a lot of guys got to play at the end. Um, guys that usually don't get to play that practice really hard here. So um, that was all good. So very pleased with a lot of that. Pleased with, you know, a lot of the new players. You know, we're in week one. There was some ups and downs with those guys. I mean, you know, I said today, if you think about it, Outside of Luke's short run, every touchdown run, every touchdown pass, every touchdown reception, every return for a touchdown, and every kick was made by a portal player from this offseason. So that's a lot of guys doing right for 59 points. So it's a good place to transfer to. Question. Yeah, he was out there today. Um, I think he'll be all right. And so we're just going to push forward the way that we've been going. And we're 2-0. and And so, you know, we'll figure out who goes first, you know, at some point later in the week, probably. Question. You talked about the advantages last week what it is and maybe they're used to it and so you know both guys did some good things both guys got some things to improve on so you know we're just going to keep pushing along from a scheduling standpoint are you glad at this point that you're playing another power five team and going on the road doing something different maybe learn more about where your team is or isn't at this point yeah as long as we win and then that's all good but no, that this is a different set of obstacles. You know, um, really talented team that you know um, played great early in week one versus Clemson, and you know played on five days rest the other night. And you know, probably self-admitted would say they started a little slow, which it usually happens after a big game like that. So, um, and on the road, and again, you know, I've said all along this transfer thing. There's good and bad. Everything's new, so now we got to go on the road with all these guys that have never been on the road with us and the challenges that come with that. So um, it'll be a very big test for us. But what's good right now is what need work. I mean, defensively, for the most part, you know, we've played really well. 
know, we got to play better technique on defense, tackle better, and we're going to get tested a lot more as you know this week comes and continuing on. So, uh, offensively, I think we're a big little. You know, I think we make, you know, which is probably what you would have guessed would happen with all these new players on offense and different quarterbacks, you know, we're kind of big little. We'll make really good plays, but then we won't do the little things. And so there's a lot of inconsistency there. You can see the numbers on third and fourth down, 33%, I think, for the game. Um, shows you that. And we played really bad on special teams the first week and it was really cool because our guys accepted the challenge and played lights out on special teams for the most part Saturday. that you know as you really analyze things there's some things where you know they could have done better read wise and then you always analyze or I do as a coach what could we have done better and a few of the things were you know maybe in two minute that we hadn't had a lot of reps at you know they hadn't seen all the different looks that happened I mean, when you're a young quarterback you don't have any storage space you know years playing before of things happening so um, but I think you know one of the things you don't notice because they do manage the game as far as, like, for us, we're different than a lot of teams, you know, where you just huddle and say a play. Like, you know, you got to have tempo. you got to memorize things from the signals to give to the line, you know, that aren't in the signals. So there's a, you know, people think it's really easy to play in up-tempo systems, and some probably are, um, where you signal everybody what to do. We've done that before, but we don't do that nowadays. So there is a lot on the quarterback, and they've done well with that. He just had a great camp and, um, you know, got hurt in that first game and so hasn't played, you know, probably as well as he would have otherwise. So he's been a little bit up and down through two games since that injury. Um, but, you know, he's been a great surprise, um, you know, because he had such an awesome offseason that, you know, he changed himself physically a lot. And I think that speaks to how we run our program. You guys have been here like, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, where you're from, if you transferred, if you didn't, how many stars, whatever. Like we, we look to find the best players that help us win um, over the course of the season, even if that means, you know, you may struggle a little early playing a young guy. It's the best thing for the, you know, for the entire season. Yeah, unique player. Um, I mean, no disrespect. We really haven't had a D tackle since we've been here that's explosive like this. Um, you know, that looks like what you always have to repair against, you know, in the SEC. That usually, you know, there's a, a number of these guys around in the conference. So, um, you know, he was, he got dinged up where we would have kept playing him in a different game in the second half. But, just talking to him, he was good to go, but not great. So I just held him in the second half. But um, he's doing a great job, and he's a really cool kid to be around. I mean, it's a set a challenge, so it doesn't really matter what my confidence is. You know, we just got to keep coaching and and build it in them. Um, 
get them to play really well and handle everything from you know a new surface that they're used to now versus what they're used to playing on to being on the road and again all this team knows with all these new guys is one thing and that's here so it'll all be new yeah they really have um i mean all the tension with you guys probably was mostly on the quarterback um and what was going to happen with those guys and how were they going to play and to me it was that on offense but this on defense you know these because we basically play with two linebackers only now so these two spots um that these four guys have played in there, um, two of which are brand new, have, has been has been great. Yeah, I, I mean, um, you know, in games like that, you get opportunities to perform in a game and. You know, see, and, and some guys go in and don't play as well as they practice. And now we showed those that they can learn from, you know, guys that think they should be playing. Well, you know, like we say around here, you know, <clears throat> we got guys, you, you think you should play 60 plays. Well, if you can't do four right when you play for four, how are, you, how are we supposed to put you in for 60? So um, that Taiwan Malone, you know, um, did really well playing in there. Um, haven't been his most plays he's ever played. Did a good job, so I'm sure there's others, but he, he stands out. You were looking for improvements first week to second from the offensive line. Did you get what you were looking for? Uh, I thought it, thought they played okay. Um, you know, way too many holding penalties. Um, so I, I thought we were inconsistent up there. Yeah, Chris has done a great job. I mean, obviously, first time coordinating, and you know, you're in the SEC. You know, that's a big challenge. And um, you know, it was good he was here, so he was involved so much in the game planning with Durkin, and they did a great job last year. So he's done a really good job. The players play really hard for him, um, and you know, we've done a good job of looking at different things and fitting different pieces because. You know, we do have some things that we've had to do a little outside the box, like the linebackers, for instance, in moving positions. So that was Lane Kiffin yesterday. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what he said and if there's anything that stood out and if there's anything that uh, that we should be gravitating to. Sports Talk Mississippi in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies, low down to 59. Good Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 88. Wednesday evening brings clear skies, low around 62. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. 
Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Ace Bolton Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson. Right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to AutoTrimDesigns.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. For the 12th consecutive year, Ole Miss has been named one of the top public universities in America. Coming in at number 72 on the list by U.S. News & World Report, Chancellor Glenn Boyce says their ranking reflects the school's increased graduation and retention rates. We're excited. We're excited about all the trajectory for enrollment and where we're headed Uh a lot of it in overall enrollment will be up as well, simply because uh, our retention rates are incredible. Our freshman class intent, uh, retention yeah. rates for the last two years, uh, 88% one year and 89% the other year. It's truly amazing. Chancellor Boyce also told us that this year's freshman class at Ole Miss is the largest in the school's 178-year history. For everything Mississippi, including sports, news, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? You're welcome to join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com. Slash business. So for all the talk leading into the season about chemistry and getting guys to buy in, and when you have this big of a transfer class, there are problems that are sometimes presented, or at least at least concerns that you have going into a year. Lane Kiffin points out that every point scored, every big play that was made on special teams, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, was made by a player who came to Ole Miss via the transfer portal this past offseason. I mean, their tackles for loss leader, their tackling leader, two different guys transfers as well. I'm curious to see, because so far it looks like that they have done the transfer thing very well again. But that's so far. I am curious to see how that is handled when adversity comes. And, you know, last year they had adversity and, and it worked just fine after that. But new set of guys, new team. I, I'm curious to see how they handle that. What if they lose two, three games in a row? Which is possible when you look at their schedule. How is it going to be handled then if you didn't have multiple years with these guys? That, that That's something I'm keeping an eye on. But then it goes back to what I've been talking about. It's People are, are so worried, well, what happens if you, you go transfer heavy and you miss? They had Phil Moncari Coleman already playing college football. So, to me, it seems easier to evaluate Kari Coleman than it does a 17-year-old who's playing against little Timmy who's got band practice after, who who, yeah. who knows how to play he, piano he, because his mom made him do it until he turned 18. Like Those are the kind of guys <laughs> that the high school kids are playing against. Kari Coleman was playing against Division One players. So you, when he flashes in that film, 
Are you surprised when he flashes at this level right away? You shouldn't be. He's played well so far. You know, he talked about J.J. Pegues and the impact that he's been. He said, you know, we haven't had a defensive lineman, no disrespect intended, that looked and played like he did since I've been here. Not bad for a former tight end. <laughs> Went to Auburn on the promise for an opportunity to play tight end, and then he moved into the defensive line and seems to be quite happy back in his hometown. Do you make anything of the quarterback stuff? There's just... Yeah, Lane's not saying much. I think he's he's tired of the question. I think he wishes that there was a clear-cut answer. There's not a clear-cut answer. We don't really know about the health of Luke Altmyer. There were reports that he practiced. There are folks that are going, eh, I don't know if he's practicing or not. We don't know exactly what that looks like going forward. My guess is that Jackson Dart is the starter on Saturday. And if Altmyer is healthy enough to play, that I think maybe he plays a little bit. That's just a guess, though. Yeah, it's it's so hard. I mean, I've heard some things. Nothing that I'm anywhere remotely close to, you know, reporting here to the entire state. But I'm with you. I do expect Jackson Dart to play. I do wonder if there's some embellishment in terms of injury. I wonder because like either how bad he's hurt or whether he's not hurt at all. Right, because. You don't take a guy out, despite the weird miscommunication with media relations. Luke Altmaier was not pulled because he threw an interception. Wasn't. He wasn't. Lane Kiffin said it at halftime. That was a weird deal. He was clearly hurt. After every throw, after every play, they would cut to him, and he's sitting here shaking his arm like, shoot, something's wrong here. And then the next day, it's all worked out. Everything's good, clear, good to go, all fine. It's like... Those two things don't really jive, but maybe they do. Maybe it was just a little sore, and the next day magically it went away. I guess that's possible, but um, the, the, the thing is, this weekend, yet again, but for the first time this season, really, separation can occur and a job can be won. Because if you and, and I are right and Jackson Dart plays and he goes out and he's efficient and throws a couple of touchdowns, and looks good, and they win, well, then now that there's no charade. You know who you're going to start the next week and, and moving forward. It's You can hear the frustration in Lane Kiffin's tone when he has to talk about it. I have a feeling that they thought by now somebody would separate from somebody else, and that hadn't happened. So this weekend, it's a road trip to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech will be playing its third straight game in the city of Atlanta, second straight in its home stadium. They opened with Clemson, got beat 41-10, to competitive in the first half. It slipped away in the second half or was taken away, whatever. And then they had Western Carolina at home this past Saturday, a game that they won 35-17. Looking at numbers at this point, is pretty skewed because Clemson's a good team and Western Carolina's not. But the fact that they didn't kind of balance out their lack of numbers against Clemson, against Western Carolina, maybe says something. Through two games, Georgia Tech is averaging 22.5 points. They're giving up 29. On the ground, yards per game, 158. Through the air, 132. 
They are averaging 290 yards of offense per game. Georgia Tech, not very good offensively. No, no, but at least it's better. Look, it's not a particularly good team, but at least they have power five players on it. I mean, at least they've. Oh, got... you mean you mean better than what Ole Miss has played right. so far? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's a say. it's a better test than what they've gotten so far. It's still not a, a very good one, but it's not an open book test anymore. It, you know, it's mostly just like what's your state capital. But at least you don't have your book open when you have to answer the question. In hey, Dad, so- state capital of Vermont, go. Burlington. No. You missed it again. You missed it the last time I gave you that one also. <laughs> Montpelier? Yes! You need a discounted jacket, you can go to Burlington. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, it, so, but I love Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah. What I'm curious to see, two things. One, Sims. Look, Sims is not a particularly good throwing quarterback, but he can give you, he can be annoying, right? He's a good athlete. And he can expose defensive breakdowns or misassignments because he's a good athlete. Ask Clemson. And two, what they finally look like having to scheme somebody up. Because they did things the last couple of weeks to get stuff on film. But you know this from the last two years. If you've been paying close enough attention to them, you know that when they don't have to, they don't scheme up their opponents. Like Liberty last year. Or Vanderbilt last year. Remember everybody's everybody's reaction after the Vanderbilt game last year? Oh, Ole Miss looked bad. They're going to lose the Egg Bowl now. They didn't scheme Vanderbilt. Played vanilla. As vanilla as you could possibly be. They've done the same thing the last couple of weeks. You know, here... Here's what I think I know, and I'm curious to see if you guys agree with this. I think I know that I don't know yet about the offense. I know they, I know they're a pretty good running team. They got some talented backs. That offensive line's pretty good. Michael Trigg is going to be a weapon. A healthy Jonathan Mingo is good. Malik Heath has helped. Jalen Robinson's going to have a game where he pops. I don't think we've seen that yet. But obviously you got to figure out the quarterback thing. And and figuring out the quarterback thing is going to matter. It's the most important position in sports. So I think that there are a lot of good things on the offense, but I don't know yet what the offense is going to be. Here's what I think I really know. And you might say, well, Richard, look at the opponents. It's Troy and it's Central Arkansas. I think this defense is really good. I don't know how deep they are. I mean, Lane said a second ago, you know what? Only using two linebackers, they're playing four of them. Pretty good on the defensive line. KD Hill at that nose kind of takes up space and eats up blockers and creates lanes for other guys. J.J. Pegues, a little bit of a wrecker. Pretty good at linebacker. Real good on the back end. they got corners that they feel like they can put out on an island. And when you can do that, it allows you to do some other things. I don't know how much they are tested by Georgia Tech. I think the offense gets a bigger test this week against Georgia Tech's defense, which is functional, than... Ole Miss's defense gets against Georgia Tech's offense. I know what you're saying about Sims. I, I get it, but it's a stretch. 
It, it, it's absolutely a stretch. When this game was scheduled, in fairness, Georgia Tech wasn't like this. No, but I also think you're glad you're getting this version of Georgia Tech. Because preparing <laughs> for the triple, triple option in game three is on a short week is not what you want to do. It's not good for the health of your linemen. It's just not good. The real question from all of this, Richard, do you have one of those transferred to the SIP hoodies? No, but Lane's got some hoodies now, doesn't he? He's he's got he's got a good selection of them. He he was rocking the come to the SIP hoodie on the uh, in in the walkthrough and on the sideline Saturday night, and yeah, huh? he's he's a hoodie guy. I do not have a transfer to the SIP hoodie. We'll hear from Mike Leach in the 5 o'clock hour. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. An accident in Brandon, 20 eastbound on the left shoulder just past Greenfield. Be cautious in Rankin County, a delay on Highway 49 southbound erect. It has the left lane blocked just before Old 49. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months. Federally insured by NCUA. Call 601-664-2085. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what the Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland, Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 93022. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. 
from the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. To Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 on Super Talk Mississippi. on Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon, the 13th of September. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. If you send us a message to pass along to Paul in the morning, we um, we can't do that. Sorry. And I don't know if Paul's going to like scroll back through the text line to see if there happen to be any messages to his show at 5 o'clock. But I don't really think you're listening right now anyway, so... I'm just like talking to the air. <laughs> this this is bothersome to you, hey Dad. We, we don't care. Well, we, we don't care. I, I do about these messages. Yeah, and the, the the content of them. But he's like, pass it to Paul in the morning. No, you can send it to him in the morning. You jerk. So now I'm the coffee guy? What are we doing here? Yeah, pay me, and I'll forward this on to Paul every day. Every time you send an article, I'm going to charge you five bucks, and I'll make sure Gallo sees it. Text it to him when the show's on the air. You obviously listen. You're up. Handle it. Rapid fire here. Finals from the NFL this weekend. Give me a thought. Bears 19, 49ers 10. Surprising. Unacceptable field conditions. Well, shocking. Which now, they were did awesome, have, though. It was stormy and it looked great. It was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, Bears probably won that because of field conditions. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Trey Lance. Yeah. It's hard Maybe. in that weather, man. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's hard to tell. Steelers 23-20 over the Bengals in overtime. Boy, the Bengals missed an opportunity. Joe Burrow did not look good at all. How many opportunities did they miss? Like six. Well, I mean, not only that, but they turned it over. How many times and the Steelers couldn't put them away? Yeah. That's, that's not great. Not great for either team. Philly wins 38-35 over the Detroit Lions. Let's say more about Philadelphia or Detroit. Oh, it was a late cover. They, they were in control. Brown. Okay. Yeah. All right. I Brown admittedly did not watch a snap of that game. 
There's no reason to. I mean, Dan, Dan Campbell's dudes play for him, though. They're going to be a tough out. They're not going to win a lot of games, but you, you, you got to bring your game to beat Detroit this year. Yeah, that's right. Dolphins 20-7 over the Pats. How the Pats aren't very good. Turned. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, Robert Salas says he's keeping the receipts on the uh, snarky takes about the Jets. Ravens are pretty good. They beat the Jets 24-9. He and Art he and Art Smith can just do what they gotta do with, with the media, I guess. The Washington Commanders over the Jags twenty eight twenty two. Sorry, yeah. That might cost right. the Commanders the uh, the number one pick. You think they're the second worst team in the NFL? I mean they could be. Trevor Lawrence had wake a bad... up in April and they're Yeah. Yeah. Wake up in in January and they went three and fourteen. Am I just overly surprised? No, no probably not. Uh, the Browns beat the Panthers 26-24. It wasn't all bad for Baker. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but come on, how do you lose that game? you got to have the motivation to win that one. Come on. Well, you, you, sometimes you need more than motivation. You need, like, a supporting cast. Well, neither one of those teams is good. I figured Baker could just get it done. Colts and Texans. The old kiss-your-sister game. Tied at 20. It's a bad, it's 20 to that's three a bad Texans. tie for the Colts. Yeah, Missed nobody a in the AFC South has a win. Two teams with a tie, and the other two teams lost. Speaking of a bad loss, Giants twenty-one, Titans twenty. Oof! Not how much. Not that you want to start the season so, in Nashville. Uh, almost as if when you have a super dynamic wide receiver who uh, can beat any defense, uh, and you trade him, it makes your offense worse. In fairness, Traylon Burks was okay. Was he A.J. Brown? He's good. No, no. Do we need to go and look at A.J. Brown's numbers from oh, the, Detroit, uh, the Eagles game? You know, it's, yeah, it's but Detroit. still, it was the Giants. Um, Vikings over the Packers. Packers look like garbage. Vikings actually look pretty good. Go figure. They maybe Aaron really Rodgers should try the preseason. Never will. He's got ayahuasca no. to do. I, I'm sorry, he's got what? Uh, ayahuasca? Is that like his yoga or something? No, it's like a, a, a it's it's not a drug. It's like a hallucinogenic. It's something that you can take that's, a drug. That, that's not banned by the league, and it like it's helps some, you ignore your family. It's some weird like religious experience. Uh, it it's Ron White. I, I listened to Ron White in an interview. Him talking about him going to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca, and it's. Wait, Ron White like the comedian? Yeah. Yeah, apparently it's a life-altering experience. So, well, yeah, it's good for him. Right, good for the old tater tot. Rogers spent some time doing that instead of... All right. Yeah. Didn't, is Ron, Ron White's the there's your sign guy, right? No, what? No, Ron oh. White is is the pu- drunken public guy. Okay. You threw me into public... I didn't want to be drunk in public. I wanted to be drunk in that bar. Chiefs big over the cards. Uh, This just in. Patrick Mahomes still good. Chargers beat the Raiders 24-19. This just in. Justin Herbert is good. And, of course, the Bucks over the Cowboys 19-3 on Sunday night. Sports Talk Mississippi will be right. Uh, They won. Not impressively, but it was a win. 
You're listening to the Magnolia State Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals. Everybody's tree pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden hosting an event to celebrate a spending bill known as the Inflation Reduction Act. Today offers proof that the soul of America is vibrant, the future of America is bright, and the promise of America is real. But the timing was less than ideal. Wall Street tanking after data from the Consumer Price Index showed inflation remains high at 8.3%. The Dow diving 1,276 points. The Nasdaq lost 632. The S&P 500 gave back 177. The casket-carrying Queen Elizabeth II returns to Buckingham Palace. Tomorrow, the Queen's coffin will be carried on a gun carriage with King Charles and the royals accompanying on foot along with full military honors, to Westminster Hall for four full days of public viewing. Fox's Greg Palcott in London. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. According to an incident report from Capitol Police, Hines County District Attorney Jody Owens has been accused of pulling a gun on a man inside a woman's apartment in downtown Jackson. The incident was reported late on the night of September 2nd when officers arrived after midnight but filed the report days later. Hattiesburg native Joshua Towns told police officers that he was visiting Samantha Grant, who is the chief of staff for the Hines County District Attorney's Office, at an apartment in the Electric 308 building on Pearl Street. At about 11.30 p.m., a man whom he identified as Jody Owens entered the apartment and pointed a handgun at him. Additionally, Towns had previously been arrested in 2017 for firing a gun more than 12 times outside a person's home in Hattiesburg. No further details have been provided for this case as of now. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has confirmed 3,619 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the state's total to 922,400. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. 
So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. One of Mississippi's most notorious small towns received grand recognition with Visit Oxford being named the Tourism Office of the Year by the Southeast Tourism Society. Mayor Robin Tannehill says that Visit Oxford's ability to attract visitors through creative methods has helped boost the city's economy. You know, over the past few years with the pandemic, you've had to be very creative to not only attract visitors, but to also drive the economy of our hospitality industry. And so we are so excited that Visit Oxford was recognized and and that people from across the southeast are seeing what we have known, that they are the most creative, professional Um, Just amazing tourism staff that any community could have. And, you know, they were chosen as Office of the Year from a 14-state area. For more Mississippi news, sports, and politics, find us online at supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Caleb Sailors. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind has been serving our community for over 80 years? MIB supports our efforts by selling the products we manufacture as well as offering office and janitorial supplies. MIB can help you kill COVID with our germicidal surface disinfectants and help keep your hands clean with our Purell soap and sanitizers. Shop with a purpose. You'll be helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. Check us out at msblind.org. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon, evening, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studio. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a couple of 18 hole championship golf courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. You can book your tee time online today at DancingRabbitGolf.com. You want to be a part of the conversation? We hope you'll join us on the Ceasefire text line. 601-879-4395. That is the number. Want to give your business the edge? Well, Ceasefire can help you with that, with really, really fast Internet. 
fiber, internet, high speed, helps you get the job done, whatever the job is that you are trying to do. You can learn more online at ceasefirebusiness.com. It is time right now for the College Football Fix. Music's growing on me. College Football Fix is driven. I mean, I've always loved it. Just went away for so long on ESPN Saturday nights. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. Don't you dare stop there. Test drive the F-150 2023 version at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. It's Tuesday. Let's take a look at the lines. Speaking of Pearl River Resort, sportsbook at timeout. Well, let's just say Georgia is at South Carolina. Is there any among us that feels like 24 points is enough for South Carolina in this game? Weird things sometimes with Georgia and South Carolina. Some weird. Yeah. That was not this version of Georgia. That's why I think, see, I have a feeling that, that Georgia is going to kind of lay it on to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. South Carolina's not ready to compete in this game yet. I, I like Shane Beamer a lot. Look, his recruiting class, you, you don't talk about recruiting classes until signing day because that's stupid and people around here do it too much. But the class he's built so far is really good for South Carolina. It's coming, not anywhere close to being there yet. It's got 42-14, 45-17 written all over yeah. it. I just don't know how South Carolina's going to score 17 on Georgia. When the third-teamers are in. I don't even know if they can do it then. Uh, I don't even know if that's the case. I mean, 45-7? I'm trying to give a little bit of respect. I mean, South Carolina plays hard. We'll see. No line for Youngstown State at Kentucky. No line for Abilene Christian at Missouri. Quick, name the Youngstown State mascot. Fighting Youngstown. That's right. Now, we mentioned them earlier. Western Carolina. Catamounts. Yes, sir. You went with Penguins for Western Carolina also? No, he no, said, said Catamounts. Oh, you said Catamount. I thought you... Uh, okay. We might have Penguins for Youngstown State. Yeah. We might make a good tag team trivia. This coming offseason, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to do Guess That Mascot. I'm going to go deep, though, like Limestone College, that kind of stuff. Just really see how deep your mascot knowledge is. It's not that Miners? I don't know. I I just know that Limestone College exists. The Limeys? I don't know. Uh... Missouri looked like warm garbage this past weekend. Yeah, you know, we talked about it this offseason where it doesn't feel like any coach is really on the hot seat in the SEC. There's one. There's one. But we'll learn how serious Missouri is about football. Let's say they roll out of 5-7 and seven or 4-8, and eight, which is possible. We'll find out how serious they are. Ole Miss is a 16-point favorite at Georgia Tech. 16, 16 and a half, depending on where you look. Feels right. It's a lot of points. I don't know. That's a lot of points. I mean, 34-17 is a cover, but it's just barely a cover. Anything more than that, I don't know. You think Georgia Tech scored 17? I think they could. They I mean, could? I, I, I 
I don't know what to make of Ole Miss just yet. I, I mean, what have I seen from them that makes me think one thing or the other? Yeah, and Harson was be efficient offensively, but yeah, had a couple texts about Auburn. That, that's that's yeah, like yeah. different yeah. planet. Yeah, right. He's not on the hot seat. He's already fired. It's a, it's the nuclear option. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Ole Miss covers that number. We're going to learn. I mean, we're we're going to see. I think this week you're going to see more creativity offensively than they've shown you the first couple of weeks. And I mean, we're going to see. I'm excited to see how they use Zach Evans and Quinshot Junkins. Besides, just here, take the ball and go run over Central Arkansas. I mean, thirty-eight twenty-one is a cover. Is this Ole Miss offense ready to score 38? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I think they are. Penn State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the Plains against Auburn. I know one thing that Michael Borky is going to be doing on Thursday. He is so adamant that Auburn is not only covering, they are winning this football game, that he is going to have the opportunity to put his money where his mouth is. On Thursday at the sports book at Timeout Lounge, that opportunity will exist for you, Michael Borky. Yeah. Should you choose to it, it get will. James's college fund right out of the way, I'm, I'm I'm still feeling that way as well. And no, nothing Auburn did last week is inspiring at all. But I've seen Sean Clifford play too much football. I would take Finley over Clifford. That's how bad he is. Oh. He's oh, awful. Oh. Nah, it's come on, man. Oh my okay, god. We'll see Saturday. Come on. Uh, how how many how many no. Sean Clifford games have you watched? How many of his games have you watched from start to finish? A couple from start to finish? To oh, probably none. Oh, all right. You'll see but Saturday. I've watched enough of TJ Finley. You you'll see to, to know no chance. You'll see. It is quarterback play in the Big Ten is not even what you get in the SEC with the bad quarterback teams. It is. We got a lunch. We got a lunch bet on this. I want to. I want to put a dessert bet now on like who has more passing yards. Watch little side little side bet there or something. Jeez Louise! Did did that just get consummated or is that just idle chatter? (laughs) Did did the side bet just happen? I'm probably gonna. I mean, yeah, did, if he's did, buying lunch, I'm getting dessert anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Alabama favored by 49 at home against ULM. I mean, it just depends on whether or not they yesterday. want to. I love saving yesterday. It's like, hey, we don't forget those guys beat us my first year. Like, <laughs> those guys were in kindergarten when that, <laughs> that is game a happened. Long memory there. Hey, remember memory? He remembers. Mississippi State is a two-point favorite. In Baton Rouge against the LSU Fighting Tigers. I haven't made a decision yet. God, I just haven't. That LSU wins. Is that like Mississippi State's version of battered Aggie syndrome? Yeah, something to that, yeah. Tiger Stadium is where maroon and white dreams go to die. It, I, I suppose it would matter how, but if that happens, is it debilitating? No, because if, if if you bounce back and you beat Bowling Green, and then you know you get those games with A and M and Arkansas, if you win those and you're five and one, 
You're fine. But but how can you just say if you win those, if you're not able to beat LSU? We live in a world where people send us, like, what if Mississippi State could beat Alabama 25 years in a row but lose the Egg Bowl every year? Like, I'm allowed to say if you lose to LSU, you could beat Arkansas. I'm allowed to do that. It's at home. No no line on Missouri State at Arkansas. Tennessee is a large favorite against Joe Moorhead and Akron, 47.5. And, And yes, Tennessee actually beat Pittsburgh last week. Poor Joe. Florida is a 24.5-point favorite against USF. Gary Bohannon has not been very good so far this year. No. The starting quarterback at Baylor a season ago who is now the starter at USF. Just saying. Um, am I looking at this right? Miami is getting five and a half points in College Station? Yes, you are. Y'all smell that? Yeah, that line is fishy. That will be on my betting slip going Thursday. The money line for that game will be on my betting slip. So you, you are not afraid of the fishiness of that line. Man, Absolutely that one stinks. Eight o'clock Miami's kickoff, too. It's a late one. Hey, Dad, that line Plenty stinks. Plenty of time to come up with cringy insults about Miami. Better watch what you say about Miami. I was going to say. I going to tell you that now. You better care. Better be careful. Tell you, you might that end up now. getting cut there, Hillbilly. Hillbilly <laughs> yeah. jokes from a guy wearing overalls. Painted ones. That's right. Yeah. Let's hear from Mike Leach next on Sports Talk Mississippi. That was your college football fix. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. The accident on 49 southbound just before Old 49 is cleared up, as well as the one in Brandon 20 eastbound just before Green, just past Greenfield. So for the most part, looking pretty good. Your typical delays from the waterworks all the way down to the stack and some delays 468 southbound at Old Brandon Road. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Janney King, the king of clean. 
This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Delta Rice Promotions Incorporated would like to invite you to come enjoy the 32nd annual Mississippi Rice Celebration. A rice festival will take place on the 15th of September from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. in the streets of downtown Marigold, Mississippi. Enjoy rice tasting with dishes provided by local restaurants, music, vendors, and children's activities. This year, come see the crowning of the Delta Rice Queen and the pinning of the Delta Rice Ambassador. Admission is free, so there will be no tickets. For more information, call 662-843-8362. As grandparents, you just want to have fun with your grandkids. Throw a few pitches. Catch a few slides. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center physicians deliver subspecialized care to make every step your best step so you can enjoy all that life has to offer. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus. You. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Back on Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the Farm Bureau guest line, kind of. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll say Mike Leach is our guest. This was him in his press conference yesterday. Film now that you've been home. Uh, anything stand out, positive or negative? And if so, what is that? Uh, I, I don't think anything uh, hugely negative. I think that... Uh, the positive is we played hard. Our kind of our answer to problems lately is to play hard, which I think is a good thing. Uh, the negative is just when we get these little stretches of inconsistency, and you know, if you're going to do something like that, which everybody's going to at some time, you want it to be one play. You know, we uh, we don't do it for you know a whole quarter or anything like that, but we might for a whole series, and so we got to knock that out. You know. Mike, the last time that you and this team were down in uh, Baton Rouge, a big moment for the program, not only did KJ have all those yards, but you guys knocked off the defending national champs. I mean, what are some of your favorite memories uh, from that game? I, was, I mean, it was a good game. I thought we played well. I thought we had good momentum, and I thought we, you know, we especially answered some key third downs, and so, you know, it was a good one to win and a uh, good place to play, and so, yeah. Coach, y'all got, y'all got in yesterday morning. It was a long trip, I know. But yeah, did, 10 a.m. <laughs> did that affect y'all's schedule at all? Did y'all take the day off yesterday? What, uh, what kind of effect did y'all have on that? On no, the- I just made it a tougher schedule. Just, uh, you know, got in around 10. Uh, let everybody go do whatever they had to do until about uh, 4. And then, uh, <clears throat> you know, go to sleep or whatever till 4. And then it was kind of dinner and business as usual. So we, we pushed everything a little later. <clears throat> George, obviously a good performance there from Ben uh, stepping in for Massimo. Do you expect him to be the starting guy moving forward now? No, I'm not sure. I think, you know, he certainly did some good things. We'll see in practice and evaluate it. 
Um, from what maybe you've seen so far of this LSU team, what stands out to you, and it's specifically a quarterback like Jane Daniels, who's a dual threat that seems to be developing as a passer? Uh, good player. He's a good player. We played him when he was at Arizona State. Um, can definitely help himself out with his feet and, and uh, you know, his coverage breaks down and he throws it up, you can be in trouble if you don't uh, keep track of him. So sometimes he gives you two things to keep track of. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and LSU's a little bit uh, tough to evaluate from the standpoint. They get a lot of new faces. They were big into the transfer thing. So we'll see. uh how all those guys turn out, and it's still, <clears throat> I think it's still unfolding. Coach Arnett's defense continues to do good things for you guys. I, I guess thinking back on it, um, had you ever, thinking back to bringing Zach Arnett in, had you ever had a three-three-five defensive scheme kind of run before? And I guess what was kind of your thought process whenever uh, when, whenever you brought in Zach and, and wanted him to run it? <coughs> Well, we'd had some things that sort of resembled it, but not fully committed to it. And then I'd gone against it a number of times. Every um, at Tech, every year we'd play New Mexico early in the season, and of course they ran it. And then they, uh, Rocky Long was their head coach and did a really good job and did a tremendously good job uh, running the defense. And then even if we put some points on them, they'd still end up, you know in the top three in the country defensively, so I couldn't help but admire that. Um, And then, uh, of course, we actually played Joe Lee Dunn when I was at Kentucky two games uh, when they ran it. So I've had a lot of respect for it for years. And then, but it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you don't just buy a book and have somebody, you know, read a few chapters and you run it. I mean, you need a guy that kind of grew up in it because, there's other guys that grew up in that defense, but they don't have the nerve to call it. So, um, you know, you, you need a guy, one, that knows it, and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, two, that's uh, not afraid to call it. So, Coach, uh, LSU tried to out-athlete you guys in 2020 and lost, and last year kind of mimicked what other people do with the drop eight. Third defensive coordinator in three years. Does it really matter what they run, or are you just kind of true to what you're going to do? And how do you kind of approach that when there's a change in defensive philosophy? Well, we have to identify it. We have to be good at identifying it. I thought, uh, you know, last year, I thought, you know, we certainly could have won that game. We didn't. But, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, the biggest thing is uh, react and respond uh, to what they do. But, uh, you know, just. Uh, keep executing what you do is the most important thing so I think you want to identify it you want to kind of pinpoint your package around what you think will be best and then you um, no matter what happens execute whether you pick the perfect player or not if you execute it you still got a chance new head coach uh, at LSU obviously Brian Kelly what do you think of the, his resume of him as a coach and what's your relationship kind of like with him I've known him from a distance for a long time you know he uh uh, I was in small college the same time uh, he was, so he, uh, yeah, you know, I've always, I've always liked him. He's a guy that, uh, you know, takes the X's and O's seriously. You know, he's not uh, in this business. There's a few sweater wearers. You know, they just want to wear the sweater and and uh, point to various directions and things like that, and and then uh, you know, uh, just kind of a PR figure. But uh, he's not. 
He's not that. He's always been in the thick of it and always uh, a very knowledgeable X and O guy. So I, I've always liked him. I mean, going back to that uh, fourth down play that Will had that touchdown to Austin, Will had kind of said that originally you were trying to draw Arizona off sides and then he made the, the switch at the line or called the play at the line, I guess. What what did, you, what did he see on that on that play pre-snap and how much confidence do you have you know, with him to make a call like that in a, in a big situation? Uh, we let him do it quite a bit. Uh, we let him do it quite a bit. And then the other thing is... Uh, you know, kind of depends what they give you. I mean, sometimes you've got something that looks pretty good, and sometimes you don't. You know, and you have to be able to react quickly to it. So, I can't say we'd always do it, but in that situation, you know, it did. I mean, you guys would be raising hell if we hadn't gotten it, but uh, uh, we did. So, uh, but um, I think that yeah, uh, you, you, you want something where you know you're not just kind of in 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 you know the rhythm of uh, uh, making a good play, but you know you kind of see something positive, whether it's space or leverage or numbers or something uh, that you can jump on quick. And if you don't, then you're better off uh, kicking it or calling a timeout. Mike, do you think a win at LSU is important for this team's confidence, or with you guys being somewhat older, do you like where this team's head is with that? Well, they're kind of similar teams. They're kind of older too. So, well, I guess we're, I guess we're kind of old on defense, and we're not very old on offense. We got some experience, uh, but I think both teams are kind of similar that way. Guy, uh, you just got to beat LSU because they're the next guy who's on the schedule, and you know, I mean, they're all important, and you only get one of them a week, so give them all your full attention. following up on that some people are saying this is a season or defining type game i mean how do you kind of combat some of that and just kind of keep guys locked in doing their job focusing on this week and not making too much of the game you just need to line up each week and play one defining game after the next and then after a while then you know after uh let's say 12 defining games you figure out where you're at you know i mean you you just do the best you can each game and then uh and try to focus on, uh, you know, what we're trying to do in our building and, you know, which is focus on kind of the specifics of improving. What's kind of the morale and, and confidence been like from this team since, you know, the end of the Arizona game to now? What's that all kind of been like room-wise and team-wise? Well, I think they're excited to, you know, get to work tomorrow, you know, just uh, – uh, I think uh, today's a good day to have off, uh, not just uh, physically, but academically. And then, uh, and then I saw. And obviously, I think they're probably still recovering a little from, you know, 10 a.m. yesterday. And then, uh, uh, but I, you know, they, we had good work last night, so I think they're excited to prepare this week. Coach, Xavier Thomas, I think, was back returning punts this week. You know, what did you think of him and how he handled that? And what are your thoughts on how he's handled camp and leading into the season now? Uh, he's, first of all, he's a very talented guy, uh, very eager to play. 
Uh, I think he continues to get better and kind of smart and aggressively, uh, uh, you know, attacks the task of getting better. Uh, not a guy that uh, goes out there and is uh, afraid to play, is uh, confident uh, in his abilities to play, and uh, I think uh, continues to get better at uh, returning punts. And, you know, I expect, uh, you know, he'll keep improving. So. That was Mike Leach yesterday visiting with the media at his weekly press conference. We will dissect some of what Mike Leach talked about when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies, low down to 59. Good Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 88. Wednesday evening brings clear skies, low around 62. And for your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Why should you trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions for your transmission repair? If you have an issue, I'm the one you deal with. I have a 4.7 rating on Google. It's about as legitimate as it gets. We've been in that location for 50 years. Our company has been in business for 61 years, 62 years this year. We've had the same phone number since 1970. Needing a transmission repaired is never convenient, but with free towing on major repairs, it's a little bit easier. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to Coleman Taylor Jackson ms.com winning requires the right game plan like the impressive towing and payload you'll only find in the 2023 ford f-150 truck no wonder ford f-series are america's best-selling trucks 45 years straight the 2023 ford f-150 greatness starts here visit your local ford dealer or buyfordnow.com Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Hey guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical in-office treatments get amazing results. So, guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. 
I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. According to an incident report from Capitol Police, Hines County District Attorney Jody Owens has been accused of pulling a gun on a man inside a woman's apartment in downtown Jackson. The incident was reported late on the night of September 2nd when officers arrived after midnight but filed the report days later. Hattiesburg native Joshua Towns told police officers that he was visiting Samantha Grant, who is the chief of staff for the Hines County District Attorney's Office, at an apartment in the Electric 308 building on Pearl Street. At about 11.30 p.m., a man whom he identified as Jody Owens entered the apartment and pointed a handgun at him. Additionally, Towns had previously been arrested in 2017 for firing a gun more than 12 times outside a person's home in Hattiesburg. No further details have been provided for this case as of now. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has confirmed 3,619 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the state's total to 922,400. 493. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And, of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. The most common theme right now on the ceasefire text line is I need to clear my throat. That 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 seems to be happening over and over. It was a bit clear the throat not, day for Mike Leach, probably a little short on sleep still, who knows. Not a DJ Cool reference either. No, no, not uh, not at all. Uh, hey, Dad, do you think Mike Leach misses being asked off-the-wall questions like if the mascots in the conference got into a fight, who would win, and tell me about the, you know, b- Bigfoot, your theories on that, and pirate stuff? He never gets asked any of those. He had one last week when he was asked about Chase Lovertich proposing on, on, after the game, um, on uh, the, after the Memphis game, and he had a little bit of a, a dialogue about that. So there are times where I feel like he's getting more comfortable with that. But at this point, 
Like, what are you going to ask him that hasn't been asked? Like, I feel like it needs to be something organic. Like, if something were to happen, you know, like, you want to get Mike Leach's opinion on it, great. But you just be like, hey, coach, if the moon was made of spare ribs, would you eat it? I mean, what, what are we doing? It's a perfect week for it. Mike the Tiger, boom. I guess you got something there. You ever been face to face with a tiger before? No, but you know, if there's any coach in the SEC, if there's any coach in the SEC that I would say has been face to face with a tiger, Mike Leach would be my first pick. Yeah, and it happened like somewhere in India when he was traveling one yeah. summer. You know, there it is. Yeah, exactly. We were riding an elephant through the jungle, and all of a sudden, Shere Khan came out of nowhere and. Doing doing these guys' jobs for them. I mean, what what are you guys people like buy subscriptions to well, maybe not that, but buy subscriptions to the, the websites that they operate and, and things like that. W- what are they paying you for? Ask him if he's been face to face with a tiger. Boom, you've got something. He might have actually gone in a pretty interesting direction. Oh, you know he would have, because that's all he does is go in interesting directions. You know, you've been asked about Sorry mascots Sorry for caring before. about football. Yeah, you, yeah, you've been asked about mascots before, Coach. And obviously, Mississippi State has a, uh, a live mascot with, with Jack, the, the Bulldog, who made the trip to Arizona. But there are a few mascots that are more intimidating than, than Mike the Tiger, the real live Tiger. You ever been – you ever had an encounter with a Tiger? One time I was in Vegas with three friends and <laughs> Tiger in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get the impression that he likes um Parrish Alford. Which is really hard because Parrish Alford's one of the nicest guys ever. How can you ever. not like Parrish? Well that's the uh, that, that's kind of my How point. I love I Parrish is great. And he's been at it forever. Yeah. And, and Parrish, we, I don't know. If, I don't know if the Ole Miss people are aware of this on, on the on the Oz beat, but we have dubbed him the Lieutenant Governor. The Lieutenant Governor, okay, yeah, because Rick Cleveland is the, the governor. governor. So Parrish is second in charge amongst all MSU and Ole Miss media. And and Parrish was on the Ole Miss beat for a long time, but he's now the mm-hmm. the sports editor. Yeah, but right. Mike and, wouldn't know him from that. It's, it's not like. Like Mullen, if Mullen had, uh, I'm trying to think who was one of the Ole Miss beat writers for a long time, but you know, well, I think Parrish had already made that transition to being the uh, the uh, on both sides when Mike took over. So it's not like he's like, hey, that guy used to cover Ole Miss and I don't trust him. He doesn't really strike me as somebody that would get really caught up in that, regardless. No, probably not. He's not going to be like Jackie Sherrill and, and all that, but yeah, but still, I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, I just just kind of thinking out loud there. Um, his characterization of Brian Kelly not being just a sweater wearer was, um, I, I think that was supposed to be a compliment. I think it was. He's actually, you know, he's actually working. He's not just, you know, making it look like he's the head coach. I was kind of intrigued. Who knows? Yeah, I was a little intrigued by his answer to the question about the the fourth down play where Will. Rodgers called the, the play at the line and went after mm-hmm. it. It mm-hmm. feels like we have reached the point where there is a lot of trust from yeah. Mike Leach with his quarterback. There should be. There should be. I mean, 
the last two seasons now, he's uh, if I'm doing my math right, he's 45 to 11 touchdown to interception ratio, and he's uh, completing 75 percent of his passes. Well, why not trust the guy? He's obviously he obviously knows what he's doing out there. What else stood out for you? The, the kicker thing, I think that's a, that's a coach speaky answer. I, I, I mean, he's not going to go up. I don't. After last year, especially, I don't think he wants to go up there and just throw Biscardi under the bus. But I'll be really surprised if Biscardi kicks this week. I think Ben Raven will hold on to that job until such time that he misses kicks, and then maybe we'll do it all over again. Um, and then I, the, the question about the three three five. I, I just find I like the, the the insight there about you know going all the way back to Joe Lee Dunn and, and those times that he played against Dunn at Mississippi State. I, I remember very vividly the uh, the trip that Kentucky made here in '97, which was the first year that Mummy was there, and that like early in the game Joe Lee Dunn went no lineman. He had linebackers and DBs out there, so Kentucky ran a draw for about 40 yards, and then you see like three 300-pounders coming onto the field because what can you do at that point? It was an interesting <laughs> chess match throughout that game. What stands out to you as the most important thing on Saturday night? Getting off, uh, it, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm a broken record. I, I keep repeating this, but getting off to a fast start. You're on the road in one of the most hostile environments in college football. And that was the key to your success in 2014. You got out there and it was, you know, LSU looked up and it was 14 nothing, and you stopped them on the goal line and you've driven 98 yards and their fans are out of the game. You let them get up early or you let them get a stop early and that crowd stays in the game. This is I, I said this on the podcast. I'll say it again here. And if Amanda in Pike County is listening, she's going to have to be mad at me. But like one of the dirty little secrets of college football is LSU fans are great fans, man, and they 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 get excited and they get hyped up. But when their team is down, they're going back to the tailgate. That that's, that Tiger Stadium will empty on you real quick when it's fourteen or fourteen nothing or, or seventeen nothing or something like that. So that's what you got to do. You got to get those guys back to the tailgate. This is LSU fans always want a night game. They always want a night game. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting mm-hmm. to me a few years ago being down there where they had kind of a run of like eight o'clock kickoff night games and they hated those because mm-hmm. it was so late. And maybe it was an, I mean, yeah. LSU students, they're fine with it. But when you had an eight o'clock kick, it was like, that's, that's a late night. Especially if you you're out tailgating all day, man, that, that takes something out of you. You know, you've been out in the, the heat. Especially if you're the one doing the cooking, or if you're near, you're, you're near the grill, it's just it's hot. It's yeah. hot down there. You don't want well, to sit outside, you know, from noon to seven. And I, and I guess what I was trying to to get to or was thinking about is is a five o'clock kickoff the most perfect time for a kickoff? I, I say six. Just. Just let the sun start coming down just a little bit more. So in September, and then it it's six o'clock. Yeah, but I guess well, even when you get in October, October, then it's then it's night. Yeah, then you've got yeah. a night game. I mean, five o'clock kick, the sun will find its home in the western sky during this game. During the but, game, yeah. Saturday, 
The forecast for Baton Rouge, high of 89, low of 71, p.m. chance of thunderstorms, but only a 36% nah. chance chance of rain never? No. Nah. It's never is what I was told. So, uh, could be a whole it's lot not worse. not true. I've been there in a monsoon. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be typical Baton Rouge weather for yeah. mid-September. Beyond getting off to a fast start, like take take me deeper. I mean, like I, I, I'm with you. I, I, sure. I get you want to set the tone earlier, early, mm-hmm. but but take me deeper than that. You you got to contain Jaden Daniels. You can't let him run the football. You got to keep him in the pocket. I think he's uh, just an average passer at best. But if he can roll out and make some plays with his legs, it's going to be difficult for Mississippi State. You look at last week. If you, if you really watch that game, State should have had five or six sacks, but they just whiffed on some tackles in the backfield. I've got times where they could have just easily put Delora on the ground and didn't do it. This week they can't miss those tackles because Daniels isn't going to do what Delora did. Delora tried to continue the passing play, and, and, and for the most part, State had good coverage. Daniels is just going to go, and he'll turn what should be a potential 6-7 yard loss into a 15-20 to 20 yard gain. And you just can't have that. You can't have that. So when State gets pressured, they have to get home. I don't like LSU's offensive line. I think State will be good there. I wish Crumbity was back for this one, but he's not going to be. But yeah, I think State can limit the running game as far as like handing the ball off, but they can't limit it as much. They have to limit it with Daniels. They can't allow him to just run wild. We'll put a bow on this edition of Sports Talk Mississippi when we come back with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. Look for delays southbound on 55 from Lakeland all the way down to the stack. Northbound on 55. Delays from High Street up through the waterworks and direct uh, further up on 55 on the right shoulder. Just past County Line and more delays further up in between 463 and Gluckstadt. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best for us to you. Call 601-353-5217. At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. 
Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. When you got everything on the line, you need a team behind you that's dedicated to getting the job done. That's why I love Farm Bureau. Their great rates are supported by a wonderful customer service team that stands by me through thick and thin. It's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. time on this Tuesday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. You can find them online at visitoxfordms.com. Click on the events page. You'll see the calendar of all the events that are upcoming. Be sure to follow them on their social media channels. That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Visit Oxford MS. We were looking at lines for SEC games earlier. This is kind of a it's kind of a light schedule nationally. You don't have a lot of top 25 matchups. Very few, actually. Oklahoma at Nebraska has storylines, but it has very little intrigue. Oklahoma is an 11.5 point favorite. Do you get the like inspired 
play hard for this one performance from Nebraska, and are you reminded that they've lost ten straight games by one score or less? Or do you look differently at this and go, they're dead, they're done, Oklahoma's just better, they'll win by a couple of touchdowns? I don't think it's they're dead, they're done. I just think it's Oklahoma's better, and they'll win by a couple touchdowns. Or If Nebraska was playing like a pushover this week, I would think they would win pretty easily. But against Oklahoma, no. The Lebby offense struggled a little bit early last week. Do you see, by the way, he said that uh, he's better at quarterback now than he was at his two previous stops? Which is interesting because his quarterback now was his quarterback at one of his previous stops. One of his previous two stops, yeah. (laughs) I don't think you can read too much into that. I don't really think that's a shot at Matt Corral. I think that's he's hyping up his guy right now. He he wished Matt Corral had gone somewhere else the same way Matt Corral wished he'd gone somewhere else. It's just a big triangle of deception. Bowen Indianola says, I hope State doesn't mess this up and lose. Go ahead and end... LSU for the year. We'll see. The LSU didn't even end last year. That's the thing here, man. Yeah. Is is they they were a bad team for them last year, and they were still miserable to play. Hanging around, they hanging beat Texas A and M last got year. Alligator blood. Uh, they get rid of him. Not great at quarterback. Not great at the offensive line. But they're athletic at quarterback, and if. Uh, Kayshawn Booty is engaged. They are elite at wide receiver. They, despite an injury, are borderline elite on the defensive line. They've got defensive backs that are going to play in the NFL. They were bad last year because of circumstances and coaching, not because of roster. They didn't have very good quarterback play either. No, but... Better coach would have had a better team exactly how it was last year. BYU is getting points at Oregon this week. Love that one. Big emotional physical game they just played, though. I was thinking about that one, yeah. Yeah. Texas Tech and they make it back to back weeks. Texas Tech off to a 2 0 start. They're a 10 and a half point underdog at NC State. Michigan State is an underdog at Washington. They are uh, plus three and a half. So there's some there's some live dogs out there if uh, if that suits your fancy. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel. You can find them online at genteelapparel.com. I actually stopped by the uh, Genteel headquarters yesterday and visited with those guys a little bit. They've got some great-looking stuff. Not good, but great-looking stuff for the fall. Uh, their fall collection of golf shirts, the uh, the pullovers are in stock and ready to go. They got more of their outerwear coming in with uh, some heavier weight vests. That's right up Michael Borky's alley. Some uh, you know some it. quilted uh, coats as well. Just some really good stuff. Be sure to check them out online at genteelapparel.com. Genteel is the official apparel provider of Sports Talk Mississippi. So we talked about Big television audiences in week one. Pretty good again last week. Alabama, Texas drew over ten and a half million on Fox. Tennessee, Pittsburgh did four and a half million on ABC. Kentucky, Florida did four point three million on ESPN. Washington State and Wisconsin, which followed Alabama, Texas, did just under four million. 
So uh, some pretty pretty big numbers, but then Borky, you put that next to the NFL. Yeah, twenty five million for Cowboys Bucks on Sunday night. A little different. It's different, but man, college football is up big time across the board right now, and so is the NFL, because of course it is. But uh, what a start in terms of interest and engagement in college football. And it, it, it's not just this year. It happened last year. What's so funny, and from people like Barrett Salih, who are so anti-playoff expansion, college football's up everywhere, except for its postseason. Yeah. Which continues to fall. Which is crazy. Because it's not interesting. It's regional and it's not interesting. It's going to get more interesting in a few years, a couple of years, we hope. Sports Talk Mississippi, thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Enjoy your evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.